0: Welcome to Design Much with Andy and Patrick.
1: It's fun.
0: Patrick, how are you doing, man?
1: How's it going, Andy?
0: It's going good. I asked you first. You though. hanging in
1: there? Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. You're okay. okay. Yeah. You okay?
0: I'm doing okay. I, I have a little headache, you know, but I'm okay.
1: Yeah. Well, as long as it's a little headache, and doesn't doesn't get into anything bigger yeah you know i'm i hope you don't have a tumor brain tumor or anything
0: so oh, thanks <laughs> I'll, I'll just be thinking about that for the rest of the episode
1: <laughs> yeah yeah is your throat scratchy do you have a hard time breathing can you taste okay
0: um yeah i think i taste pretty good okay <laughs> i taste pretty good patrick
1: do you <laughs> do you do you taste better than uh lacroix
0: I taste better than Lacroix. Yeah.
1: Oh, finally! <laughs> finally. Oh, should we record a podcast?
0: Probably. You know, I got my I got my my slippers on my podcast recording slippers, so I'm good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> so yes, the answer is yes.
1: <laughs> How are your AirPod Pros that you're wearing?
0: Uh, they're pretty nice. Yeah, should I get some? They're comfy. Um, I don't know. I I think you should if you like to have like it's nice to be able to kind of shut out other sounds. Um, so it has mm-hmm. like the the noise canceling, which uh, works pretty well, um, especially for like um, headphones that aren't over the ear headphones. Um, so I, if you like that, I would definitely recommend getting them. But they are like pretty expensive, so I don't yeah. know.
1: Because I got my AirPods, and they're good. They still work.
0: Yeah, mine so started running out of batteries. Cancels. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
1: Like everything Apple does. It's got a three-year shelf life. Maybe, yeah. Well, it's not even a three-year shelf life. It's, we released a new product shelf life. So they mysteriously all start to not work. After the new product comes out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That might be more of a psychological problem. Who knows? Yeah. Like, you, you really want that that new thing, so all of a sudden you feel like this old thing just doesn't work as well as you as you want it to.
1: Yeah, that's what happened to you, huh?
0: It's what happened to me. All of a sudden my battery working. You're like, oh, working. the yeah.
1: battery's not working. <laughs> oh, look at that. They fell in the toilet. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Silly apple. What... Is our topic du jour?
0: Our topic today, Patrick. Looks like it comes um, from Ben Fam. Yeah. Uh, ben Brother wants fam. to know. Um, ben, part of the, the Design Much Fam, wants to know um, <laughs> design stereotypes. So he wants us to answer the questions <laughs> designers be like. i don't i don't know are there
1: are there design stereotypes
0: i don't think there are i think designers are just kind of above most humans like we don't really have stereotypes or you know anything wrong with us right patrick
1: i think so
0: so we we might just have to throw that's that's what i've
1: always been that's what i've always been told anyway
0: (laughs) i mean we're definitely not like you know, people that that are not very humble. We're not that way. Um, yeah. We.
1: No, we I definitely... think I think designers are very egotistical. <laughs> I think they're um, they're prone to drama, right? When they mm-hmm. don't get what they want, um, like you said, they're not humble at all. A designer is just not a humble human being, if you can call them that. I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> Uh designers aren't know-it-alls either. Yeah. And they never make assumptions about other people's work. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't think there's really any stereotypes of designers. I think I think they're pretty I think everybody knows exactly what they are. <laughs> stereotype there's 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 definitely stereotypes and I definitely know people in the in the design world that sort of fit those stereotypes mm-hmm. but uh not a hundred percent you know not like you know I've definitely worked with designers before that were that were egotistical babies, but I wouldn't say the majority of them are like that by any means,
0: yeah. And the majority of those ones you work with weren't named
1: Andy, right? They were all named Andy. They were all named Andy. Crap. Every single Andy I've ever worked with. Horrible. We are
0: rough. We are rough, you know. We are uh, a rough gang to work with, but yeah. people keep taking chances on us, you know?
1: Well, the quality of work is there, so, you know, <laughs> <Yes>. why not?
0: <laughs> it outweighs all the drama we bring to the table, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, i mean it's it's it is kind of hard like i think it's i think it's kind of hard when you're like it's easy for us to stereotype engineers and product managers and sales people and because we don't we don't work in their same thing right we don't do the same thing they do yeah so i think it's easy for us to say you know those kinds of things about them. I think it's harder to say it about us, right? Because we're in it, we're in the woods. So it's hard to see the forest, right? So. I sure. We
0: don't, we don't have like a great outside outsiders perspective on who we are. Yeah,
1: But I think, um, some of the stereotypes we, I mean, we kind of talked about them. I think, I think there's a know it allism to designers. I think designers mm-hmm. tend to think they know everything. Like they, I think they tended, I think they t- they think that anything can be built. They yeah. think that they could do a better job than their PM. They think they could do, you know, they do all these other things that like, I've been doing this forever. I know how to do this, right? Like, I think there's a little bit of a complex there as far as like, they know how to do everything. They might I think even if think, you. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, keep going.
0: I was just going to say, I, I think they might even think sometimes that they know better than users do.
1: Yeah, I think they do that all the time. regardless if they've talked to users or not
0: yeah yeah
1: (laughs) i think they know better i think i think uh i think some of that might be warranted if you've done it for a while like using your intuition you can make really good assumptions and decisions but i don't i think that's a different thing Mm -hmm. than than knowing everything um i think every designer thinks they have um imposter syndrome when they don't because I think they think they're more important than they are. <laughs> um, so I think that's one thing I've seen as a stereotype like if you if you get on LinkedIn or if you get on you know communities you, you, you'll find a designer somewhere talking about their imposter syndrome and I kind of just want to be like you don't you, you don't have imposter syndrome. I think it's almost like stereotypically one of those things that we think we need to have as a designer, Hmm. you know, to like be a good designer. We, we have to have imposter syndrome. Um, (laughs) we've talked about that on the podcast, a great Uh episode with Jordan a long time ago Yes, on the podcast. And I think, I think it's a real thing. I'm not discounting it, but I think, I think a lot of designers (laughs) think they have it when they don't really like, they just don't have it.
0: Interesting. I had not had that thought before.
1: Like it's hmm. it's almost like it's part of the uniform of a designer is to have imposter syndrome, you know. <laughs> Stere- stereotypically, if we're talking about stereotypes. <laughs> so Ben Ben Fam's question is like, designers be like, I have I have <laughs> I have imposter syndrome, yo. <laughs> Sorry. That was horrible. This is this is interesting.
0: I have I have not thought of this concept of people faking imposter syndrome.
1: I don't think they fake it. <sighs> I think they I think they have it.
0: You think they think they have it? Yeah. That's interesting.
1: But I think I think it. I think it's more like just human insecurity more than anything that we all have, right? Yes. Yeah. But imposter syndrome, see, imposter syndrome applies that you're a successful human being, right? But you feel like you're an imposter. And I think a lot of times designers think they're more successful than they really are because they're a designer. Like, they've Hmm. obtained some kind of magical skill when they really haven't. You know, like, design's not like some magical skill. I mean, you know, we learned it. (laughs) <laughs> we oh, learned it we we're learned not it. like wizards or angels right well we, we you
0: know some of us have gone to wizarding school patrick and <laughs> that can be something we learn you know i mean you you teach wizarding at dev mountain right like that's what ux is
1: yeah wizarding yeah wizarding. i'm on the i i i'm the quidditch coach so i don't really know how to do <laughs> the wizarding part all right um some other stereotypes though like I feel like graphic designers probably get stereotyped more than UX designers. If I was to venture a guess, <laughs> I feel like I feel like graphic designers or agency, you know, marketing designers mm-hmm. have a little bit more of a stereotype of throwing temper tantrums, not getting what they want, trying to be the boss. You know, they've got the creative director title, so. They're the director of creativity. They should, people should listen to them. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, they know how to art direct, whatever that is. Let let me ask you a question, Andy. Do you know what it means to be an art, like to, to be, to do art direction on a product?
0: I have no idea what it takes. I think it's probably like running a team of creative people and telling them what is good and what isn't. Isn't that what it is, Patrick?
1: Maybe. I mean, that's what an art director would do, right? Yeah. So what is the difference between an art director and a creative director?
0: <laughs> I don't... <laughs> that is a big question. What is the difference? Because art inherently is creative.
1: I mean, if you think of art as a... As a... <laughs> not necessarily as a practice, but as a result, you know, like an outcome, like an output, Hmm. then an art director technically would be more focused on the visual end of whatever you're creating, right? Whatever the project is. Okay. Would the creative director then be more directing the creativity?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You nailed it. It's got to be the job. (laughs)
1: Like are you guys being creative enough? Do you feel creative enough? Do we need to play with Play Doh for a minute? Like what are, like do you feel like you're a creative human being? And they're like, eh, maybe not today. And then they're like, Okay, well let's go let's go play with Play Doh and yeah. see if you can get creative today. <laughs> Your creativity
0: has gone down let's, five points this yeah. last week.
1: Let's go finger paint, guys. I don't feel like we're creative enough.
0: That sounds like the best job.
1: Or in the case of the UX world or the product design world or whatever that world that we live in, right? It's the it's the you don't feel creative enough? Let's let's have a design sprint. hmm That's what our play with Play Doh is, right?
0: That is, yeah. Yeah. We need we need sticky, sticky notes to be able to be creative.
1: <laughs> we need sticky notes lined up with lines lines between them. Mm-hmm. That's a stereotype, right? The sticky note thing?
0: I think so. Yeah, I would say so. There's lots of jokes about sticky notes. I think we make them all the time here.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a ton of them on my desk right now with little notes written on them.
0: Do you? I don't have any, Patrick. You don't have any? I use my computer to take notes. The thing that's just right in front of me with the keyboard.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. That's weird. You probably use your iPad too, right?
0: Sometimes when I'm wireframing, I use my iPad.
1: hmm
0: I don't use it to write words <laughs> with my, you know, I don't like, I don't get my Apple pencil words. and, and write notes um, with my pencil.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not that type of person. I like to just type things because writing takes forever. It's too slow. And then I forget what I was thinking by the time I finished the first few letters.
1: And you can't, you can't ever know what it says either. Yeah. Because, like, you write it down and that's all cryptic. And, like, you don't have the pass key for that. You exactly. It's like, exactly. I don't know what any of these symbols mean anymore.
0: It's just not pretty. And, you know, I don't like creating things that aren't pretty. So I would rather just type words out and be able to format them and <laughs> all that great stuff, Patrick.
1: Do you know a designer uh, that doesn't use an Apple computer?
0: Um. When I started as in graphic design, I didn't use an Apple computer. Yeah, they I gave didn't me either. like a old clunky Dell computer and I ran my Adobe stuff on there. So, um, but currently <laughs> I don't. So I think that could be a great stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, designers using Apple products for sure. Yeah. Cause we, what about think designers?
1: Yeah somehow we think differently. Mhm. We like apples. Um, do you think crap, I forgot what I was going to say. I totally Oh, do you think we have to Do you think do you think it's a stereotype that designers are inherently artistic? Like if we said like I like if I try to sketch something, I I can't draw. I'm not a good I'm not a good, uh, drawer. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I'm not good. Like I don't make sculptures. I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not, uh, <laughs> I'm not very crafty, you know, like all that. And do you think that's a stereotype that, you, that that's like designers are like that?
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think everybody thinks like if you're a designer, first, if they understand <laughs> what you do and you, they understand that you're a designer, they might think that you, make pretty pictures all day that you create art yeah. right if but you explain yeah you're if you explain that that you your software nice. designer yeah oh yeah that you dress nice that's definitely one now patrick you dress you, trendy you sure a lot of us have uh you know thick black glasses with you know thick frames mm. yeah um, you do yep
1: I got, I got black glasses, too, that I don't wear that often. See? Oh, you got them right there. See, Just nice yeah, and handy
0: right. when whenever you want to be creative, right?
1: When I started to get my corona headaches, I put them on because <laughs> of my eyes.
0: Did you say your corona headache?
1: Yeah. It acts up every <laughs> once in a while.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: I don't know what that means. But, yeah, like the, the – like. Because I've I worked for places where it's like your your house must be look really nice, you know. And you're like, why did you say that to me? Maybe maybe I live in a cardboard box. You don't know. Why does my <laughs> half my house have to be nice? Second of all, too, there's more than me living in my house. Like, why am I the interior designer? Oh, you think because I'm a designer that like I'm somehow a designer for everything?
0: Yeah. Well, maybe I think you that's should a stereotype. be. I don't know man. Maybe you should be. Maybe.
1: Maybe. Maybe. But I'm sure there are interior designers out there that can't design a website. Right? <laughs> yeah. Taste is subjective. Yeah. I think that's a stereotype. I don't know, there's lots of there's lots of stereotypes about designers. but do we all fall into those Andy?
0: um uh, let's see patrick i think the answer to that is uh no i don't think we all fall into that i don't think we all have the same (laughs) we fall into some of them i think (laughs) um
1: we don't all have mustaches and wear beanies on the like slack beanies on the end of our heads
0: yeah not all of us but some of us do some of us do yeah
1: We don't all wear skinny jeans and walk around with like rolling up our jeans with those little brown shoes on all the time. Those like full leather brown shoes. Some designers do. Yeah. (laughs) But that's not everybody. (laughs) Maybe those are graphic designers. They might. Feels like a graphic designer stereotype to me.
0: But Patrick, what what can we take away from from understanding our stereotypes? <laughs> that's that's the important thing here.
1: What can we understand about t- like what what?
0: Yeah, what what can we take away from? Now, now we've we've given our, our listeners a wonderful list of of stereotypes that define us, right? <laughs> we've put ourselves into a box, Patrick. Um, but you know, from there, what what can we learn from that? that box that we put ourselves in.
1: I think here's what you learn, Andy, for young designers who want to be designers, don't become the stereotype, please. (laughs) We don't need more people that are stereotypical designers in our industry. Right? Yeah. We don't need, we don't need arrogant designers in our industry. It makes the whole, it makes all the rest of us look bad. We don't need know-it-alls in our industry. We need humble people that are willing to facilitate and work with others um you can wear your your dark black glasses your dark frame glasses that's fine but don't but don't just don't give it like like some people probably think they need to act a particular way to be a designer and i don't think you do mm-hmm. i think you just need to be your freaking self right andy yeah just like you just be andy like you if, want me to be andy you, you want
0: everyone to be andy
1: everybody should be andy if we were all andy that was a stereotype then we all be much better
0: well it'd be it'd be still we'd all be the same though we don't want to be the same we all want to be different
1: yeah but see we don't want to be the type of people like you know softball guy right
0: softball guy you know what i'm talking
1: about softball guy you know softball guy drives a pickup truck has a bag of bats in the back all all times he's just ready for a softball (laughs) game to break out he wears the flat brim hat with the sunglasses on top of the bill nice, and generally okay. has, like, some kind of, like, mullet creeping out of the back of the baseball hat. a softball guy. I he's always nice wearing, stuff. like, a, he's always wearing, like, he's always wearing, like, breakaway clothes, you know, like the, like, <laughs> like, uh, exercise clothes. <laughs> and he's always that. got, like, he's always got, like, Nikes on, but not, like, not, like, like, he's, like, wearing, like, baseball Nikes, like, you know. If you, if you drive down to Spanish Fork, I'm telling you right now, you will know exactly who softball guy is within a heart. Like, <laughs> I, just, I just painted you a picture. Designers don't need to be like that. Like, we don't need to walk into a room in a meeting and have everybody understand that we're a designer based on mm-hmm. how we look and act, right? Like, we don't need to do that. Just be yourself.
0: Yeah, you definitely should be yourself. I think um, and this is a reach here, but I think some of these stereotypes can kind of come from the way we are treated. Um, so for example, you say that you know we're not magicians. we don't create magic, but sometimes we go and we, you know, we will have a problem and then we go off and we like come back and we have a solution to this problem. And it's like something that you know they can play with in terms of a prototype. And I think sometimes to some people it can feel like magic. And they're like, this is amazing. And when you show it to users, they, they get excited and they're delighted and it feels like magic. And then I think sometimes when we when we experience that too much, <laughs> if we're doing our jobs well, that's how we can become um, egotistical. It's how we can become like grow this God complex. And I think <laughs> that's how we can become those designers that are not humble, Patrick. Um, so I think it's important to like realize these stereotypes and understand potentially where they come from so that you can avoid them in that way. You should still go off and, you know, design solutions that are, um, powerful, that are, that are delightful and that are, um, in some ways magical to people. But when people react to them that way, you shouldn't take it as, oh, I am really that great. You know, I am really this amazing. Um. You should, you know, take it as like, I just did my job, you know, just, I don't know, just like kind of take it that way, like, instead of letting things go into your head. So I think what we can learn from this is we can take those stereotypes that are damaging, that are negative, and we could definitely try to avoid them by understanding where they come from.
1: hmm Well, I like that because, like, I think, too, you know, working with uh, designers that are starting out and trying to help them grow as designers. One thing I think every single one of them has gone through is this idea that they have to come up with the ideas. Like, they have to come up with the magic, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's that's not... Like, you shouldn't think that way, right? Like, you shouldn't be like, I'm the creative one on the team. I'm the one that's supposed to be, you know, come up with all the creative ideas. That's not That's not the case. Like, design is very much... A team effort, in my opinion, mm-hmm. where the designer is then executing that, you know, they're executing the idea um, to, to test it and, you know, get in front of the users. But they're not always the person that comes up with the ideas. And I think that's a st- like you brought up, like that's, that's kind of the stereotype that, like, designers are the magicians. Well, they're not really, like, you know, like the magician's not really, you know, magic. The good magician is the one that's like in with the crowd and you know, he's he's got the crowd wrapped around his fingers and that kind of stuff like that's what a designer should be. Is somebody who's like, I'm gonna get everybody involved in this design process and we're gonna come up with a great idea and mm-hmm. then and then, you know, we'll show it to people. I think I think that's more like the way it's supposed to be, but I think I think younger designers people entering the profession kinda like what you were saying right they they think because other designers have done certain things they think that they have to be that way, they think they have to come up with all the ideas, and that can be that can be really crippling if you're the one that's sitting in your desk and responsible for coming up with all the ideas, you know, yeah
0: yeah, that's uh especially that's a great when you're point.
1: sitting there in your tight jeans and your your beanie when it's hundred and fifty degrees outside. <laughs> make it even worse <laughs> with the suspenders on remember when designers remember when designers it was like maybe eight years ago when like a lot of designers were wearing suspenders for some reason do you remember that time <laughs> like it was kind of like a lumberjack phase where like at least for the men in the design world a lot of them had big big crazy beards and like they wore a lot of flannel and had like they would wear like work clothes like car mm-hmm. hearts and stuff you know, like, that was like, <laughs> like I'm going to put on my Carhartts not to go chainsaw trees down, but to move a couple pixels around on a computer with my yeah. dainty hands. <laughs> it was kind of like, you remember when Justin Timberlake, you know, he did the, he went from the swagger guy with the, with the suit and tie, and then he flipped it and went with the, uh, like, the outdoorsman look. Do you remember that? <laughs> I hadn't been following like, his looks that closely. <laughs> that was only like a year or two ago, man. Okay. It was called. It was called "Man in the Woods." Do you remember that? <laughs> no. You know why you don't remember that? Because it was freaking silly. And that's what designers looked like back then. They were like, you'd go to a conference and this designer would come up and he'd be like in a flannel shirt with like suspenders and a like a weird beanie on his head be like am i supposed to take you seriously (laughs) i know you i know you just didn't come from like logging you know yeah
0: yeah maybe maybe that's what like a creative director can do because like those clothes are uncomfortable and restrictive you know maybe a good creative director is like okay (laughs) i brought you brought you some sweats (laughs) some sweatpants (laughs) just a t-shirt yeah you can go over to that conference room and sit on like a beanbag chair and and then your juices are gonna flow.
1: Yeah, and then you'll be more creative, right?
0: Yeah. That's that's gotta be what they do all day.
1: That's true.
0: <laughs> that's awesome, man. V-Nex,
1: do you remember when V-Nex were in? All the designers were wearing V-Nex? I think it was either Yes. It was about the same time that the 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 Woodsman look was in too. But everybody was everybody was wearing V-nex. The guys who couldn't grow beards were all wearing V-nex.
0: <laughs> and they kept getting lower and lower and lower. Yeah. <laughs> Those V's, I mean. Those V's kept getting lower.
1: And now, there's no style. Now we just wear company t-shirts that were that are given to us for free. Yes. And that's all we wear now. That designers. is my wardrobe. We've just, we've just completely given up.
0: I think, like... And that was that's been my wardrobe for the past, like, three years. I think, like... <laughs> It's gotten probably even worse now that, like, you got the quarantine going on. Like, you know, it's... Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll just wear the shirts that I just wear in the house, like my pajamas <laughs> sort of shirts <laughs> to work, you know, because I'm just walking over to the
1: next room. I always thought it was funny, you know, we you go to the front conference and you get the front shirts, and those, like, instantly get put in the lawn mowing bin, right? They're like, yeah, let's put that <laughs> in the lawn mowing. Because you got, like, all the sponsors on the back. You're like, I'm not wearing this i'm not wearing this out anywhere got a bunch of sponsors on it it's got like ancestry.com and plural site and crap on the back of it i'm not wearing that anywhere so those instantly go in the lawn mowing bin except pms and andy i always i always respected you a lot for that because you always like you always wear your front shirts
0: yeah with yeah. the pms
1: it was like it was like andy and all the pms were always wearing their front shirts <laughs> and nobody else wore a front shirt
0: i had some problems too um, wearing wearing uh, swag <laughs> shirts where like you know it'll have some company on the back where i've probably never worked at this company and people come up to me like you worked there and i'm like no i never did this is a yeah. swag shirt so it's it's just you know really um inter- it's a conversation starter for sure but it's mm-hmm. a little bit awkward sometimes
1: yeah hey my brother-in-law works at ancestry.com and you're like that's great yeah <laughs> why did you tell me that yeah. <laughs> oh because i have an ancestry.com shirt on for some reason because somebody gave it to me free yeah. it is those adventures though let's talk about those event shirts <laughs> like the event swag that's like the na those shirts are like the nascar cars of t-shirts aren't they oh they're yeah just, they have They're just awful
0: too much going on but I I am a fan I, I just like a lot of them are like pretty good quality shirts often cases you know yeah so I will shamelessly go and get a shirt so you know I, I don't have to go pay money go to Old Navy and buy a shirt Patrick so I just I yeah just you don't those. want to
1: spend that 599 on a shirt
0: I put in I put in the way more awkward work of going up to somebody in their booth <laughs> being like so so what do you do what does your company do and yeah. like okay great can i have a t-shirt <laughs> it's, it's, what game
1: do i have to play to get a t-shirt do i got to play yeah. <laughs> the ring toss do i got to what do i got to do do i got to do a scavenger hunt to get a pen how do i do this <laughs> man i miss events events are fun man i miss them yes darn covid Absolutely. Have you been? Have you been to a virtual event? I've been seeing a lot of these virtual events. They've gone fully virtual.
0: Um, yeah. So virtual. Mike,
1: Did I say virtual or virtual? How do how I say? Am I saying that weird?
0: Dude, that's the same word. Virtual oh, and virtual.
1: <laughs> I'm losing my. I'm losing it.
0: Um, I have, you know, I've been to a virtual conference and. Um, so, you know, my company Workfront, they, they have a user conference and, um, it's, you know, physical form was canceled this year, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, so we did a virtual one and it's kind of been a pretty, pretty cool experience. It's been sad that we didn't get like the face to face, you know, with customers and, um, you know, get that interaction. That's pretty important. Um, but there have been a lot of pretty cool things that have come out of it, um, and the conference is still kind of ongoing, so you can go at any time and still watch any of the sessions like for six months huh. after the conference. So there's there's definitely benefits to doing virtual ones, but the software, uh, not always great <laughs> for doing virtual yeah. conferences. At least the, the software <laughs> I've experienced so far. Um, but it's been interesting. How about you? Have you done any?
1: No, I haven't done any. There was one... Um I can't remember the name of it. The Texas one, Texas design one. I thought about but they were still charging uh, like a decent amount of money for it. Hmm. And I thought, I don't wanna pay I don't wanna pay to watch videos, you know what I mean? Like it feels yeah. like I'm just watching videos. Well the I thing is
0: know. like usually when conferences are over they'll like post their stuff online that you can watch for free. <laughs> <laughs> so I but when you're there
1: when you're when you're the event that's different right because you're like you're the first person that gets to see it you're with a bunch of other people you know that yeah. kind of thing i don't know events are made to go and you go and you hang out and you have fun they're not like you're, people really you're not really learning a ton from a lot of these events i think the user conferences they are really cool we used to do that in instructure and have the user conferences and those are a lot of fun yeah and getting you know getting to meet customers user test with them research um, talk to them, get to know them, all that stuff. You know, I think that's really cool. But yeah, the other, the other corner, like the industry events, they're just, they're just for hanging out. So I feel like a virtual event that way is not like cool anymore. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I going to pay eight hundred bucks to go like watch a YouTube video. <laughs> I'll go, I'll go pay eight hundred bucks to go hang out with you know you and some of my other friends and see how many pens and t-shirts we can get at all the different booths
0: (laughs) exactly (laughs) (laughs) you get like a day off from work you get to go hang out and you learn some things here and there yeah but it's also like it's also a fire hose you know of information so you can't retain all of it in any way so
1: yeah i don't know maybe that's a stereotype (laughs) what stereotyping events (laughs) <laughs> Maybe. Okay, Andy, should should we wrap it up?
0: We probably should. We probably okay.
1: should. We'll have fun in wearing your front shirt the rest of the day.
0: <laughs> I will.
1: Is that a is that a front shirt? No. I can't tell.
0: No, this is a Star Wars it's, shirt.
1: Star Wars shirt. Yeah. Oh.
0: I haven't got seen the, that one before. The Millennium Falcon going on there.
1: We're both wearing shirts we've never seen each other wearing before. This is interesting.
0: <laughs> this is so cute.
1: You got <laughs> you had the Star Wars shirt on. I got the bright red shirt with a taco on it. See, it has a taco on it. See that?
0: <laughs> Wait, is that statement true? Your shirt says, "I hate tacos."
1: It does is say, that, "I hate tacos." Is that how you feel, Patrick? And then and then below the taco, it says, "Said no one ever get it." was <laughs> my California shirt. Nice. My, was my San Diego shirt.
0: Man, that's a that's a roller coaster of a shirt. You get really offended when you read the the top part, and then the bottom part. It's
1: yeah.
0: a Totally different story.
1: It's it's uh, it uses clickbait to get attention.
0: Yeah. Have you been punched in the face yet while wearing that shirt, Patrick?
1: Not yet. I've had a Not couple of angry looks followed by smiles. Hmm. So, it's a fun. Yeah, hopefully,
0: shirt. hopefully it's worth it. I, I feel like it was worth it, but I, I, you never know if someone else is going to feel like, you know, hearing that that top <laughs> phrase, is is that's just offensive.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, it's pretty offensive. I mean, it's there's there's like three really offensive things you can say, and this is one of them. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely up there. Uh huh. So. But said, "No one ever's perfect."
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. It's kind of, it's like,
1: it's like I don't know if it's racist or not, but it's kind of funny. So I don't, I don't really understand. I don't know. Maybe it's racist. Maybe
0: I can't answer that question for you. Yeah, we'll have to get a guest on the show. <laughs> Let's do a panel. Is this racist?
1: Let's do a panelist about the shirt.
0: Every week we'll bring on something that we're not sure if it's racist or not.
1: <laughs> it's a whole different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> is it racist? And we'll have, we'd have to do it somehow where it's not politicized either. Because it'll instantly be like politicized if we try to do a podcast like that. We have to figure out a way not to do it. Just purely look at racism historically. Everything else and be, and be like, is that shirt racist or not is it <laughs> yeah. racist because if it is I'm not going to wear it anymore like truly though because there's a we don't have to go into this right now <laughs> but I don't think it's offensive right like there's a difference between being offended and being racist right Andy Mm-hmm. I think so because, that Star Wars shirt you're wearing could offend, I don't know, a Trekkie, right? Star Trekker yeah. person. Yeah, it could just offend them. But that's not. You're not saying that. That like, it goes beyond that. That's true. Anyway, that's going to be a fun co- podcast. Is it racist?
0: Yeah, TM. Nobody should use that idea. That's a great idea.
1: Yeah, especially in today's climate, it's going to be mm-hmm. great. It's going to be edgy.
0: <laughs> I really like the podcast name, Is It Racist? That's a, that's a great it's
1: one. Is It Racist? Should we just change the, our na- the name of this <laughs> podcast to Is It Racist? <laughs> yeah. We'll see like if we that. get any more followers. Yeah. <laughs> like a clickbait title, and then people join in, and they just hear us chuckling about design stereotypes <laughs> for 30 minutes. They're like, what is this?
0: I like it like, I don't know
1: idea. I don't know you decide was this podcast racist or not that was the whole point
0: <laughs> yeah I'm done with that <laughs> we've, we've been trying to figure out how we get this podcast to the next level I think we just figured it out
1: mm-hmm. yeah how do we get it to don't. Joe Rogan level we gotta have we gotta have weird guests on to talk about really weird political things right that just make people angry yeah and then next thing you know we're signing a 2.7 billion dollar contract with spotify to be their, to be their sole podcaster no other platforms
0: (laughs) I think that's how you get us become successful patrick is just making other people really angry I think that's that's what media has figured out like news channels just make you really angry and then you'll tune in to watch (laughs) yeah um, well,
1: that's, like that's Rage we Against the Machine it. said, you know, Rage Against the Machine said a long time ago, anger is a gift. <laughs> there we go. They fi- they figured it out. Nice. Media figured it out. Let's just keep everybody really angry. They'll keep listening, and they'll keep buying Squarespace.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: They'll they're gonna want they they're gonna wanna they're gonna want a way to vent online about how how angry they are and they're going to sign up for a blog on squarespace (laughs) to
0: start the cycle all over again yeah (laughs) just to get somebody else angry.
1: (laughs) well i'm glad we have a happy podcast and not an angry podcast andy
0: yeah yeah who cares about getting the three million a year from spotify
1: yeah (sighs) we got jobs That's
0: right That's right Patrick Let's keep being happy man And with yeah. that note let's, let's leave it on a happy note Patrick I'll, okay. uh, I'll let you go To your next meeting
1: Okay Have fun You too man See you later <laughs> You want to know the best way To support the podcast And I know you do Because you made it To the end of this episode That is share it Share it with a coworker, share it with a family member, share it with a friend, share it with whoever you want to. Share it with a construction worker, share it with somebody, it doesn't matter. Just share it. Um, a couple more ways to support the podcast though. Go buy a t-shirt over at designmuch.threadless.com and then wear it with pride. And then lastly, to support the podcast, we need your topics. Use hashtag designmuchtopics on social media or shoot us an email at topics at designmuch.org, or just go to designmuch.org contact and fill out the form.